Hey, I'm Gabby. Hey, what's up? I'm Zach. And welcome to Straight, straight Out of Nashville. Nashville. Because, girl, I am not straight. Mm-mm, and I am not from out of Nashville. Not even close. No, but together we represent the new breed of Nashvilleans that live in Music City. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of episode two. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all we got. I can't believe it's been a week already, Zach, since we sat down and did our first episode. I know. I feel like it's been the craziest week. Do you? Yeah. I feel like I haven't even seen you. That's true. But then I feel like maybe you've been hiding a little bit because you've been starving yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did a diet like this little um, metabolic reboot slash cleanse. So the way they'd explain mm-hmm. it to me is like, you know, when you restart an old computer and it automatically starts working quicker. That's what they told me it does it with your metabolism. So I didn't eat or drink anything for 60 hours straight. That's two and a half days and I almost died. That sounds like absolute hell. <laughs> it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Like the first day and a half I wasn't hungry, but the last night I thought I was going to eat the curtains off the wall. <laughs> I was hangry, honey. Yeah, I bet you were. Well, this is why I kind of didn't get in touch with you too much because I was like, I don't want to irritate him because if I hadn't eaten for that amount of time, the slightest thing would piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pissed off at everything all the time anyway. (laughs) Well, this actually, in terms of your sort of diet slash reboot, there's a bigger picture because you're, well, it's a new year and I think a lot of people are doing a similar thing. They want to like get healthier. They want to get fitter. So this is the start of you reprogramming your body. This is the start of something new. You know that song? No. Okay, good. Um, no, I just felt like it was time <laughs> because, girl, after I would eat, I would sit down and I would have to unbutton my pants because I would like <laughs> literally feel so uncomfortable that I'm like, I got to do something about this and I'm going to the beach in two months. Got to do it. Okay, so you've been working out, mm-hmm. you've starved yourself for a couple of days, and now you're just eating things like like you walked into the studio eating steak out <laughs> of your hand. <laughs> they were just like little slices of steak. It was the perfect snack ever. But I do have the best story of something that happened to me while I was on the reboot. Oh, go on. Okay, so clearly when you're only drinking water and like bone broth for 60 days, you're... Um, I don't like where this is going already, by the way, (laughs) but carry on. Your number two pattern quickly becomes liquid. (laughs) So Gross. Yes. Um, So I was sleeping and apparently I... No, you didn't. No, you didn't shit the bed. (laughs) Yeah. With my boyfriend in the bed next to me, Ah! I shit all over the sheets and my sheets are white. Ah! Oh my God, it must be love if he stayed with you after that. I know. Well, this is the thing. I woke up at 2.30, didn't even know that I did it. And so I was like, oh my God, what is that? So I got up, took a shower, put a towel underneath the sheet, put a towel on top of the sheet and went back to sleep so that he didn't notice anything was going on. So Mm -hmm. then he got up for work. Everything was normal. And I was like, okay, good. This is my chance. I'm going to wash the sheets, going to make the bed before he's back home. Right. Apparently, he came home for lunch from work that day. So he's like, honey, why is the bed unmade? So I had to tell him the whole story about how I sharded all over the sheets. (laughs) And he slept next to it. (laughs) He immediately was like, did I lay in it? What the hell? And I'm like, no, it's fine. Sometimes you just shart a little bit. Hi, God, if you've just tuned in, welcome to Straight Out of Nashville. <laughs> We're highlighting, you know, all the glamorous, cool things that have come from this city. Yeah, like sharding And Zach's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby, before we go on, I feel like we should just go ahead and get this out of the way. The elephant in the room. <sighs> okay. 
shots. Oh, no. I was hoping that you might have forgotten. No, we always start with a shot of vodka just to loosen this up a little bit. You think you're loose enough, honey? (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to shit your pants here. No, I'm actually back to pooping solid turds, so thank you. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) apologizing right now again to any family members that might be listening. On the last episode, it was titwanks and vaginas. And on episode two, it's shit. Yeah, like five minutes in, we're already talking about sharting in the bed. Welcome. (laughs) Okay, shots. Here we go. I think I need a shot after that story, actually. And, And again, people, just to explain what's happening right now, we're drinking these shots in um, white styrofoam cups. Yes. Like it, little ones. <laughs> it's to polystyrene. Oh my gosh, yours is like a goblet of vodka. It's a, I did a double because I feel like I was having a little bit of a stressful day. Okay, that's okay. fair. Cheers. Cheers to you. <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> oh God. Oh, you need to finish more than last. I knew you were going to say that. Oh God. I have a little bit left too. Are you okay? <sighs> Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, with this fur jumper that I'm wearing, I wish you guys would say sweater. I need water. If anybody came up to me with an open flame right now, after that shot, I would just... Catch fire. Okay, people. So coming up on the show, of course, we're going to have to uh, go to confessional again. Yeah, this confessional is really dramatic. It's like about a man wearing women's <laughs> panties. and <laughs> I can't wait to hear the rest of it. I just read the mm-hmm. subject line and it was a lot. So the confessional is your opportunity to get in touch with Zach and myself if you need some advice. Zach is here for you. I cannot wait to hear what you have in response to um, a man wearing ladies' panties. It get, it's, it's more than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're also going to do That's My Jam. So this is where Zach and I pick our favorite song of the week and we battle it out. Battle it out? I love fighting. Uh, I'm saying this is battle at the right of the seat. Here we go again with the vodka. (laughs) This is where I start talking rubbish. (laughs) We debate on whose is better and we ask for your help. Who do you think should win this week? Last week, who won? I don't know. I think me. Oh, fine. You can think what you want. I just decided that. Okay, good. Uh, Most excitingly, I think, for this episode is our guest that we have joining us in the studio because he is a phenomenal talent and I feel like this guy is destined for greatness. Oh, he's going to make it. His teeth are perfect. He's beautiful. (laughs) Uh, What else could you want in life? Well, immense talent, which he seems to have. He's an incredible guitarist prolific songwriter and he's the great great grandson of jim beam is that whiskey yeah is he gonna bring us whiskey well let's find out later because he's on his way and he's gonna do an acoustic performance and this is the first time he's ever played this song i'm so excited so he's called paul childers or as you guys would say paul childers yeah apparently apparently the brits say childers he said (laughs) Paul Childers. Yeah, so he's coming up on the show. But I think we should dive into a song now. I have one in mind. What's on your brain? David Guetta, I feel for many, is like Marmite. You either love him or hate him. Whereas I sit on the fence a little bit after this song that he has done with Black Coffee. I haven't heard it. It's called Drive. It's dreamy. It's Oh, it's the best thing he's ever done, I personally think. And it also reminds me of the type of song that I would hear in Ibiza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just think you're really going to enjoy it. Let's hear it, sis. 
So I know we have a feature later on in the show called That's My Jam. That really is my total jam of like the past couple of weeks. Girl, that made me want to dance. Right? David Guetta and Black Coffee with Drive on Straight Out of Nashville. It was so good. Like, I had one shot of vodka and I was feeling some type (laughs) of way, honey. I had my hand in the air feeling crazy, girl. I had a hunch that you would like it. I think you're on Pride Radio and I feel like that's a song that Pride Radio would play. It's kind of euphoric. (laughs) I think it's time to go to confession. Open up the champagne. Pop! It's Ask Zach. Come on, turn it up. Turn it Welcome up. to Ask Zach. He is in control now. His advice going down. He's here to help you out. Mm. Let's go. Don't spank me. I feel like that's what they do in the confessional. They get creepy and freaky. Honey, you've been watching far too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the part in the show where we encourage you to get in touch with us if there's something you need to get off your chest, if you need some advice on a sensitive matter. And Zach, who has become my kind of counsellor recently, is going to share the wealth and offer his support. I feel really honoured that people ask for my advice during these confessionals because I'm really not good at life. So <laughs> You say that. I think you're better than you realise. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, now, again, it's an... Anom- <laughs> Here we go with the vodka again. <laughs> I love that you call it vodka. The vodka. Supposed to. Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah, it's uh, an anonymous email. So we're going to have to come up with a name for this person. Is it a boy or a girl? It is a boy. Greg. <laughs> Greg. That's a really manly name and it's yeah. quite appropriate, actually. <clears throat> okay, you ready, Zach? I was born ready. Of course you were. Okay, anonymous confession. I just love the opening line. Get ready for this. (laughs) I'm scared. You're laughing like that is maniacal. (laughs) She can't even say it without laughing. Sorry, Greg. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm a guy that wears panties. (laughs) I wonder if they're silk or cotton. Well, there's so much more. Oh, okay. (laughs) Silk or cotton, good question. I'm a guy that wears panties. Get over it. That's not the big deal, okay? (laughs) Okay, then. My confession is that someone on here gave me the idea I could sell them. What? (laughs) Oh, God. So for the past three months, I've been selling worn women's panties... On two certain sites. <gasps> no. Yes. For very good money, he adds. I wonder how much. Uh, he doesn't say. He says, I just Google search for the same kind being worn and go to like the fourth page of results so I'm not caught. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's more. <laughs> I have four repeat buyers so far and they have no idea... They're sniffing my crotch when they're jacking off to the panties. (laughs) Greg, wait, wait. Final bit. Is this creepy? Am I wrong for doing this? I feel like that's a rhetorical question at the end. So I have so many things to say about this, okay? Number one, when you go to the fourth page of results, how does that make you not get caught? Google still traces everything you do on the internet. Everybody can still see your Google search history. What do you mean you go to the fourth page so you can't get caught? What does that mean? Is what he's doing illegal? 
I. It depends on how he's selling it. Like, is he saying that it's a woman because wore these panties? Right. Yeah, that's it. He's imposing as a female. Oh, my God. His stanky booty is all <laughs> over that girl's underwear that this person, <laughs> this other man is smelling. You best be hoping he's not doing the same diet that you're doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll shart all over the panties. <laughs> Oh, my God. Is it wrong? It's absolutely wrong. I feel like we should call the FBI for that. <laughs> Greg, I kind of admire you a little bit because everybody has to have a side hustle, okay? <laughs> I used to drive for Lyft and Uber and, like, wait tables and clean people's bathrooms. This is a really innovative way to create an extra income for yourself. Is it appropriate or legal? I'm not sure. <laughs> but. Yeah. It's pretty innovative and, yeah. I know this is ASAC, but just because I've got an opposing opinion. Oh, bring it on. I think, go for it, Greg. Why not? Is he doing any harm? There is a lot of real bad things that happen on the internet. I don't think this is one of them. He's lying to people on the internet. Oh, God, like that's never happened before. Like Donald Trump does every single day on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, I think... 90 plus percent of people on the internet lie because these Facebook posts and, you know, it's all about oversharing. Happy, happy joy, joy, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And look, he's got a fetish for wearing female panties and he wants to make a book. I think he's an entrepreneur. <laughs> you would say that. I mean, I don't think What's he's... that supposed to mean? He said, is it creepy and, and am I wrong for doing this? So let me answer both questions mm-hmm. separately. Is it creepy one hundred and fifty thousand percent. It's fucking creepy. <laughs> Are you wrong for doing it? Huh? You got to make money every now and then. You got to pay yeah. your rent somehow. Exactly. So there's yeah. that. Greg, keep doing what you're doing. Don't let anybody know. Don't ever re- reveal your full name. Okay. <laughs> it's easy as that. Okay, that was this week's confessional. We do have a guest about to come on the show and higher the tone. <laughs> Thank, please, somebody help us. He's called Paul Childers. Paul Childers. Yeah. Amazing artist, uh, which I cannot wait to speak to. We need to bring him in, Zach. But before we do, let's play a tune. Okay. I think in homage to Greg and his predicament. Okay. What are you thinking here, Gabs? I'm thinking a bit of TLC. Creep. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yes, this is perfect for him. Greg, this is for you, boo. This is episode two of Straight Out of Nashville. I'm Gabby. And I'm Zach. And we're not alone in the studio. Welcome, Paul Childers. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Oh, well, we started off episode one with Bastille, so no pressure. Yeah, you, you have a little bit of shoes to fill. Let's okay. go. Yeah. I'll do my best. <laughs> um, no, we're super, super excited to have you on the show today and the fact that you're going to do a little performance for us in a bit as well. Absolutely. So are you like Zach? Are you a Nashville unicorn? As in you're from here? I am not. Okay. No. Oh, wait, where are you from? I'm from Kentucky originally. What part? Which is not far. Oh. Right in the dead center. It's a little town called Lebanon. It's <laughs> it's all through the bourbon country, the the bourbon trail, if you've heard of that. You can 
You can is there get, bourbon there? Oh, tons. Okay, great. Maker's Mark specifically is made there. I'm definitely in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this makes sense, actually, because let's start with your um, your ancestry. You're the mm-hmm. great-great-grandson of Jim Beam. Correct. That's crazy. It's an incredible lineage to wow. be a part of. I and mean, you can just go to any bar and on the side of the bottle there's like seven of your forefathers. Wow. That's you get, insane. It you is. You get it for free when you go to the bar. I was going to ask that. Well, I mean, you wouldn't simply because the bar bought it and they don't care who I am. Oh. You should name drop. I, oh, I try. <laughs> I try everything. I, I'm, I, that's partially why I'm here. You guys are next. I'm like, I was just uh, on Straight Out of Nashville with Gabby and Zach. So, there you uh, go. Wow. I feel yeah. so honored. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are now on the they list. They will either give you a free drink or kick you out. We'll decide. It depends on the bar, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's bring it back to Nashville. How long have you lived here and why did you choose to move here? I've lived here about seven years and every one of them has been bigger and better and more uh, enlightening as a musician. I originally came, I knew this was what I was going to do, mm-hmm. but the way to do it changes consistently. Yeah. Every year mm-hmm. I feel like there's a new, uh, you know, there's there's a thousand new ways to get your music out to people and whatnot. And to kind of witness that change mm-hmm. in an area where everyone's trying to understand and navigate, you know, how mm-hmm. we're going to do this and how we're going to get music out has been incredibly fulfilling. So, you know, when I got here, CDs were still a huge thing. Yeah. And YouTube mm-hmm. was was you know, where you would put your music video and and now streaming has become a thing that's been a huge deal, as is, you know, your Facebook video and just watching those things develop mm-hmm. and then learning about it through people that are one, curating the content and yeah. designing exactly mm-hmm. how it's gonna go and, you know, are on the on the bottom floor of that has been uh you you can't replace that kind of education. Wow. Deep. I know. You're such a good speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks. I'm like, wow. Where do we go from this? You, <laughs> you have a master's. I don't. Oh, you I went to here. Belmont for a year to study accounting. Really? I did. And it was so insipid just because as a musician, you can't sit there and just look at numbers and think – this is this is it, you know. I like all I had were yeah. tens of dollars to count anyway. <laughs> I could handle the workload. Yeah, I got and so this. I I decided I, maybe I could do this cheaper online or something, and I left. Well, the real reason I left was I got the call to open for Leanne Rhymes on a Christmas tour. Oh, no big deal. What in the heck? It was That's awesome. Cool. It was it, it was incredible. When was that? This would have been two thousand fourteen. Okay. Oh, so so like- I was I was nineteen years old, and it was one of those things. Where you have to make the decision right there. It was like eight days out. And it was like, can you do it? And I was going to miss finals because it was Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, called mom and dad. And they said, you can always go back. And that was the right then and there. I was like, perfect. I'm I going. love that they said that because yeah, there's a lot too. of parents that would be like, no, you need to stay in school. You need to take your finals, get good grades, and then we can worry about this after you graduate. So I think it's super cool that you had parents that are like, you know what? Go for it. Yeah. The, it's not lost on me how loving and how supportive they are, e- even to the degree of this wasn't that big a deal. When you really break it down, it was you know three weeks of opening, and then that was it. There was nothing That's after that. That's kind of a big deal. Three weeks of sure, opening it for was, Leanne but Rimes. there was nothing after that on the horizon. Yeah. Zero. And then it was like, you're going to lose six months or, you know, a semester's worth of mm-hmm. of your... Sometimes you just got to go with your gut. And, you, and I did, you and know? I knew it right then and there, and then I came back and I started cleaning toilets at a studio in Berry Hill. Oh my God. And they let me engineer at night. And mm-hmm. I kind of became an engineer slash producer. I was doing rap and jazz and R&B, stuff that I had no idea how to do. But watching the best do it during the day and then calling my friends and say, hey, 
if we can just try it, I'll record you for free. Give me a chance Mm -hmm. and make records that, you know, they start off bad and then over time you get better. And then to watch other artists kind of have that incandescent, they, they operate at that level of, oh my God, they're doing that thing where they're about to make a hit. Yeah. Watching that happen during the day is, Mm -hmm. it's a pleasure, first of all. And second of all, to watch and learn from it and just be a sponge, you couldn't beat that. So I felt like I went to college, but I just didn't get a degree. Super name droppy and like tell me some of the people that you saw make a hit in said studio. Uh, people that I saw make a hit, Lee Bryce. Oh, okay. um, I actually got to play on a Mary J. Blige record once wow. as a guitar player, which was it was just one of those things where it was like, hey, can who's here and who can play? And I was like, you know, like I felt like my voice was like, you know, incredibly high, like me, I can. You know? <laughs> and they gave me a shot and it worked out. And that was, you know, for me, that was like my first big calling card for. For, studio yeah. that's so cool it was it was yeah a unique experience on your website it says your music blends pop r&b and soul so i think mm-hmm. going back to the whole college education in the studio is this how your music has evolved then from watching and learning from all these greats and then kind of putting your own spin on what you've discovered absolutely i think we fail to be our heroes and by doing that we become ourselves and so me trying to do Stevie Ray Vaughan it's licks. just like Oprah's in the studio. <laughs> I, know. I, want, I want everything you say as a tattoo, as a tramp stamp oh, on my it, body. It's like, a nice it's frig- refrigerator magnet. So good. <laughs> but I just, you know, I try to be Stevie Ray Vaughan as a guitar player. And no one will ever nail that tenacity. And try to be Sting as a singer. But, you know, my voice just doesn't happen to go that high. Yeah. Or try mm-hmm. to be, you know, have the charisma of Mick Jagger. And it's just, you know, you you, you put it all together. And you, you're never going to be that. But I think by watching it and and falling in love with it, you assimilate in certain ways where your personality starts to shine. This one's the real deal, yeah, Zach. You're so cool. I hope so. Do you find being in Nashville where it is Music City and obviously this is where a lot of people that want to make it gravitate to kind of live and to put themselves out there, do you think that's a help or a hindrance that, you know, being here around so much competition, I suppose? The cream rises. So I don't I don't think it matters what city you're in or what you're playing. The only thing I ever care about when I'm listening to something or watching something or feeling something is it honest. And if it's honest, it doesn't matter. It could be 7 minutes long, it could be 2 minutes long. But if it's honest, it will it just gets me right in the right in the gut. Yeah. And so I don't I don't worry about there being too many musicians or there being too many people like me. There's no one like me and no one wants to be like me. And I don't want to be like anybody else. So I think that you know, as long as you stay true, you will find an audience that will say, please continue to be honest with me. Yowzers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you've performed at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? I think they contacted us. We were on the road and kind of put out the it's time to tour this record that had dropped. And mm-hmm. Is this Naked Poetry? That would be Naked Poetry. And it was just to play at a place that is full of so much history and full of the heroes I was mentioning that you mm-hmm. try to be and mm-hmm. to say, you know, does this mean there's another generation coming? I hope so. You know, I, I hope that these institutions last that long and right. you know, one day we're fortunate enough to to maybe be considered. But just to sit and and see like that's Jimi Hendrix's guitar. Mm-hmm. And now I'm about to, after seeing it, go play. And, you know, 
honor him in the best way I can. And it's probably one of the best shows I played that year. Really? I well, think so. I've heard you're an amazing guitarist and you can like shred <laughs> like crazy and do these things with the guitar behind the head. Wait, yeah. behind your, your head? Your publicist is nodding. <laughs> <laughs> you should work in Cirque du Soleil or something. If they have an opening and they need a little score or something, that'd be <laughs> yeah. a pleasure. Well, yeah, I think the guitar, it's, it's just an extra extremity for me. Because okay. it just feels so natural, and it always did. Because you know, music makes sense, and once you learn an instrument, you can kind of pick up another one faster and more expedited than you would if you hadn't known the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, piano after guitar made sense, and trumpet makes sense, and it all makes sense, but it doesn't move me like the guitar. You know. Right. Yeah. And everything, like I said before, everything changes. This, you know, today it's streams. Yesterday it was Facebook likes. Tomorrow it's your blue check. Yeah. You know, all those things always change. There will be something the next day, but what will never change is there are six strings and there are 24 frets. And every day is another opportunity to say, what don't I know about this thing? And what will it lead me to? You mm-hmm. must talk about the Songbirds Guitar Museum because that was how you ended the year we've just left so tell us about that well it's a little nirvana that is not but an hour and a half from nashville because it's filled with uh, like it has to be over 200 million dollars worth of the world's greatest guitars and we're talking every style we're talking the first of styles ever built they have a vault that is airtight fireproof you know it's it's just the seeing it all in one place uh, what's in the vault you have, I think, the first prototype of the Telecaster. What? One of the first black Stratocasters. You've got flying Vs <sighs> that were prototypes. You've that got, is so cool. It's it's. We ugh. need to do a road trip. Oh my it God, is we worth should. the trip. Yeah. And they let me, for some reason, they let me play some of those guitars. Wow. Like they had BB King's Lucille. They had Chuck Berry's 355 that he recorded. Johnny Be Good on. Whoa. Uh, like a Stevie Ray Vaughan blonde strat and uh, like a 1954 strat that I got to play Clapton songs on. I mean, as a player, just saying it is th- that stuff of dreams and yeah. legend. Like, yeah. You never think you'd be in contact with guitars like that. And they let me play all of those guitars in one night on New Year's Eve to kind of ring in. I cannot you know. even imagine. I'm it, just was, like, it was like one of those things where you're, you're, you're shaking slightly <laughs> until it wraps around your shoulder. And it kind of becomes that friend again. Yeah. Because guitar is just a friend for life. But when you meet a new one and you're like, whew, this is the guitar Chuck Berry recorded Johnny Be Good on. And yeah. I'm about to play Johnny Be Good yeah. to this room of sold out people. The main thing is to not even think about that and just go for it. I have a really random question. So I feel like the new world right now is everybody is collabing. Like pop, country, every genre is collabing mm-hmm. right now. So somebody out of your genre, who would you want to collab with? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I really love Ariana Grande. Oh my God, I love her. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> and the reason I do is because oh I listen to when she plays live. <laughs> yeah. And she uses some dynamite musicians. And there's some really hip jazz R&B flavor underneath her stellar vocal. That yeah. <laughs> lifts you out of your chair. You're like, oh, 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 is that a, no, no, no. You know, like yeah. whatever chord underneath it. And it's still a great pop song that someone like my sister falls in love with. Mm. But as a musician, I respect who she surrounds herself with. Let's talk about the shows that you have yeah. coming up. 
if that's okay. Please. Acme is like a really cool venue in Nashville on Broadway. And you have a really strong relationship with those guys. And so there's a show coming up early Feb? February 6th. Mm-hmm. And Acme is such a cool – it's on Broadway – so it kind of gets the stigma of, yeah, you're going to do the Broadway strip thing yeah. and go to all those clubs. But they book people like myself and a lot of my friends and they say, don't play a four-hour set. Mm-hmm. Do two hours of your stuff. And to hear that in this city on that street lets me know that we're moving in a direction that is good for all music. Yeah, of cause... all genres, of all levels – of all fame and celebrity, it doesn't matter. He's saying, you know, Carl there who books it, he's like, I want you. I called you because I want you. I don't want to hear your version of this or that. I want to hear what you're working on. Yeah, a lot of people don't know if you haven't been in Nashville. If you walk into any other honky-tonk on Broadway, they're playing yeah. a cover song of Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean. I've heard yeah. I've heard great country versions of Sunday Morning by yeah. Maroon 5. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everything can be countryfied. They, they play for like... Eight hours as well. Yeah, I know guys that have pulled twelves. Wow, you know you start at two to six, six to ten. 10 to <laughs> no two. wonder they all drink. I was talking <laughs> to someone I know that like plays um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday Woo! every single week, and they don't get much in terms of from. The, it's all tips, isn't it? You play for your tips. He says he, he has tried, but he just can't do a night without drinking because he's playing for so long and it's so hard on your mind and, and it's it so covers. hard on your body yeah it yeah. truly is i mean as a guitar player if you're playing for eight hours a day it will wear your fingers down to where they feel like nubs it's like you would get carpal tunnel really yeah, oh easily. it is and it's and and then you for reward you get 300 sweaty dollar bills yeah i mean again yeah. <laughs> it's it's split between the band yeah. as far as nashville goes though there's no other place in the world like it that will allow you to come and play and do that and make your living. So True. there's a blessing there. Yeah. But I think it's like everything in this world, moderation, because you will lose your ability to think outside of the club. And then all of a sudden you'll blink. It'll be five years later and you haven't done anything that's you. Yeah. Mm. And you're just yeah. being other people. And that is the ultimate travesty. Yeah. If you come to this city to be an artist, as, as far as Acme goes, they are the antidote, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. However, I love like Robert's Western World. I yeah. love Blake Shelton's new place, and there's it's a, cool. I do, and I love the music. It's so incredibly Nashville, mm-hmm. but I just don't play it. Um, I think we should hear you play. Yes, please. I would love Is to. That cool. Yes. Okay. Okay. One, two, one. You've got to bloom right where you've been planted. And I know the soil ain't always enchanting now But don't you worry about the bed of roses Cause it's the flower and the sidewalk crack That everybody notices See, love don't care how old you are Or the color of your skin And all you need is a beating heart Change the world we're living in. Uh, uh, uh. Can you feel it? And oh, 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 can you feel it deep in your soul? Can you feel it now? And oh, 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 can you feel it? And everyone you know. 
Well, they're picking fights Cause peace won't sell the papers It's on TV every night Why we can't trust our neighbors But let's start teaching love Just like they're teaching hate Cause I think it's time we learn Just how to appreciate That love don't care how old you are No, it don't, no, it don't Or the color of your skin And all you need is a beating heart It's where it starts to change the world we're living in And hey, can you feel it? And oh, 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 can you feel it deep in your soul? Can you feel it? And oh, 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 can you feel it? And everyone you know. Tell me who is braver, the man with the gun or the one who can talk it right out of his hands. And tell me who is smarter, the man who can spin a lie or the one who helps us understand. Tell me why we're fighting, we should be uniting. Please just stop denying what I know is true. Hey, hey, because I'm asking you, can you feel it? Uh. And oh, 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 can you feel it deep in your soul? I know you do. Can you feel it? And and everyone you know. All the fellas, all the ladies, all the grandparents and the babies. Yeah, you know it's everywhere. Uh, uh, All the poets, politicians, all the sexes and religions. I want more than a thought and a prayer. That was. Oh my God. That was incredible. I literally think I'm in love with you. Thank you. Uh oh. <laughs> like that was so good. I'm a little bit mad at you though because oh I just shaved my arms and now I have goosebumps. And you know what happens when you have goosebumps? Your hair grows back quicker. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're so. You're so talented. Thank Wowzers. You. Just to be able to turn that on as well. You yeah. know, just to be like. Okay, let's let's do the song. <laughs> I told you the guitar it just it doesn't matter when or where or why. It yeah. just is. And so I think, you know, that's that's why we turn to it as musicians when it's not going the way it's supposed to go. This is always there. What was the name of that song? Can you feel it? God. I felt it. <laughs> I felt, <laughs> I felt it. it everywhere. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's actually um, it's brand new. Can it's I so ask good. quickly before I forget? Uh, about your experience in the UK because you've been a couple of times mm-hmm. now and obviously this is my homeland. That's Gabby's homeland. So I want to know what you, and you can be honest, mm-hmm. how did you find it? I loved it. Yeah. Is, were people hotter there? No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm answering Gabby, that <laughs> Gabby didn't even think about it. <laughs> Sorry, I know that question wasn't aimed at me. I Over don't, to you, Paul. <laughs> I don't view attraction based on appearance. So, you know, 
I feel like you should run for president. I, I would vote for you. Was that was that politically correct? Yeah, that was you, like everything you say is so profound. Do you read before you go to sleep? Like, where does your vocabulary? Oh, come absolutely, from? I read consistently. Like the dictionary, or what? <laughs> you could have an app which is like Paul. I say Childers. Is it Childers? I noticed. I think well, I pronounced in England, it I loved go. it when they said. Pool childers. I was like, yeah. God, that's elegant. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. just, it was so. But really, we're, regal. we're all saying it wrong and it's Well, childers. I mean, I'm sure that's what it used to be called. Okay. But in Kentucky, it's just childers. Okay. Well, you <laughs> should have Paul childers affirmation cards or like, you know, you can get like the apps and or, every day you get a different affirmation. Yeah. Well, you could like type in what you want to say and it could convert it to how Paul would say it in his like eloquent, eloquent speech. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll start working. There's an on investment it. There, you go. there you need to make. Paul, thank you so much for coming in today. It's, it's been, been an absolute no, joy. No, no, the pleasure is mine. Thank you. Well, keep in touch, won't you? And we're definitely going to come to the show on the 6th of February at Acme Feed and Seed. Let's tell everyone else as well, Zach. We've, oh, we'll we've got there. platforms. We need to get the word out there. Absolutely. I can't stop smiling because it was so good. <laughs> I can't wait to come. How sweet is Paul Childers? I literally think I'm in love with him. Or Childers. Childers. <laughs> Paul Childers. That's how you say it, Gabs. Oh, okay, okay. I felt so stupid talking to him, though. His vocabulary was out of this world. Like, yeah. I kept looking at you being like, please answer. Please say something. Because I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, I was doing the same thing. I was looking at you thinking, please say something profound back because I am feeling stupid. I, I just... I. Let me just go ahead and say this. I'm really honored that you thought I could say something profound back after that. <laughs> but I don't think that's in my vocabulary. I think you've got fab vocabulary. Thank you so much. I also think you're a bit of a master on the old interweb. Yeah? Yeah. Which leads us into hashtag trending or hashtag not trending. Okay. Let's see what you got this week, boo. Uh, this is the feature in the show where I... Tell Zach a story that I have found online. It could be true or false. It could be trending or it could be not trending because it's false. Okay. You ready? Yep. Right, Zach, is this hashtag trending or hashtag not trending? 19 same-sex scenarios that happen in real life but not on TV. Do you think that's trending or not trending? I don't know what that means. 19 same-sex scenarios, so things that happen in the bedroom yeah. between a same-sex couple okay. that happen in real life, but you never see it on TV. Oh, I'm going to say hashtag trending, and I only say that because mm-hmm. I feel like it's really rare that people show same-sex couples on TV and if they do they don't show them being intimate or like showing what they do in the bedroom or things like that so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say hashtag trending I tricked you this week you did yeah it's not trending but what is trending is 19 straight sex scenarios that happen in real life but not on TV why is that trending I have seen so many straight people's butts on TV because (laughs) they're getting it on in the bedroom well I cannot actually read a lot of these out because even for our levels of schmutz 
I cannot say these things out loud. Okay, read me a couple that you can. But I, I will read you a couple that I can. Um, Doggy style, scissor. Okay, go No, ahead. no, no. They are quite funny, though. Um, but it's things that, it's awkward facts of life in the bedroom. Oh, squirters. That you would not, <laughs> that w- <laughs> it would not happen in a, in a sex scene on TV. Okay. Over two and a half million viewers. Actually, that might have gone up since I checked last. Yeah, no, still on about two and a half million viewers. Uh Sharing it, sorry. God, the vodka, Zach, you kill me. <laughs> You're so welcome. Okay. Okay, no, I definitely can't read number one. Um, no, you have to read number one. <laughs> no. Gabby. I am not saying read that out it. loud. Absolutely oh not. Oh my God, here, I'll read it. Okay, but I'll go back to it. Okay. okay. The one where the guy needs to finish the girl off because, oh no, I can't read that either. Hang on. <laughs> finish it. Oh, that's what she said. Okay, this one's funny. I can say this. The one where the girl is climaxed, but the guy hasn't. And now it's just chafing her crotch like crazy as he tries <laughs> to keep going. Oh, poor oh, girl. I'm sorry. That is so true. That's a real life scenario. That like, is are you done yet? Legit. Okay, legit. come on. The one where the girl gets up to pee right after because she doesn't want to chance a possible UTI. <laughs> <laughs> Have um, you done that before? Either one. One of them, yes. One of them, no. The first one? I'll blink once for yes and two for no. <laughs> she, she blinked yes. <laughs> one, where, <laughs> one where oral is performed with a gag reflex. This is all the ones I can read, Wait, by the way, Wait, let me read folks. the first one. Oh, gosh. Okay, here we okay. go. Hang on. I love dirt. Again, first one. Sorry to mum if you are listening. Oh, one where the woman needs foreplay before she gets super wet. Avi. Ugh. I'm kind of like that in the bedroom, though. I need foreplay, though. I can't just get it up and wang, bang, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I need a little bit of action and fun beforehand. That's fair. Okay. One where lube is needed. I feel like that's also necessary. I think it comes in handy. (laughs) (laughs) Spit is not lube. Let's make a national and public service announcement for everybody listening. Spit is not lube. Don't try it. Don't do it. It doesn't work. It doesn't feel good. Okay, it's time for ass, Zach. <laughs> Here's your phone okay. Back. You get the idea. So that was this week's trending or not trending. You Although, I, you see, I thought I always had to find the subject matter, but you actually had one for me this week. Yeah. So I feel like I wanted to quiz you as well. Okay. So right, it's our you show. need to tell me if this is hashtag trending or hashtag not trending. Okay. The world's largest tobacco source, Marlboro, is going to stop making cigarettes. I just want a cigarette cigarettes. now. Sorry, I just really want a cigarette now. You said tobacco. <laughs> Sorry, say again. The world's largest tobacco, tobacco product manufacturing company, Marlboro, uh-huh. is going to stop making cigarettes. Like all of their different brands? Everything. I think a very good job has been done for people to stop smoking but being in Nashville there's still so many smokers but mm-hmm. like in terms of like the world most people have stopped now so I'm going to say it's trending it is trending <gasps> so they are going to stop making cigarettes but the catch is they're e-cigarettes. moving all of their stuff to e-cigarettes mm. so that they burn the tobacco I mean they heat up the tobacco instead of burning it right so there's that you won hashtag winning oh my god I hate you <laughs> Okay, what's next? Are we going to go into a song? I think we should go into our songs of the week. <gasps> that's my jam. Yeah, that's my jam. Yes, that's how I feel like the like it should go. Okay, I'm down with that. Okay, so this is the part in the show where Zach and I both pick a song that we are loving this week. Yeah. 
Now, last week I chose um, the Raconteur's Sunday Driver. Still listening to that, by the way. You chose the the girl that sounds like Adele. Lauren Daigle, you say. (laughs) That's it. That's it. This week, I am continuing with supporting local talents, people that are from Nashville or live in Nashville. So my jam this week is Judah and the Lion. I love them. Yes. Well, they dropped a month ago a song called Quarter Life Crisis, which I would bet my firstborn is going to be on this pending sophomore album. It's not the sophomore album, actually, is it? It's the the next next album. album. (laughs) Whatever it is. Yeah. Quarter Life Crisis. I feel like that was me when I turned 25. (laughs) I'm sure that's where the inspiration came no, from. No, like literally, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't stop crying. I just drank every single day because I'm like, what am I even doing with my life? I'm 25. What is happening? I don't have anything together. What? Yeah. Really? True. I was drunk in Ibiza for most of my <laughs> 25th year. See, you had your life together. You didn't need a quarter life crisis. <clears throat> What's your jam? So my jam this week is, it's a super poppy song. It's Chainsmokers featuring Winona Oak. It's called Hope. I am obsessed with this song. If you ever see me on the treadmill or Stairmaster at the gym, it's I'm listening to this song. Okay. I think we'll start with yours again. Let's Bring do it. it. It's Zach and Gabby here from straight out of Nashville. Hello. It is time for Gift of the Gab. Here is your challenge. Okay, I'm I, ready. I want you to call our radio station. We work here with Bobby Bones. <laughs> yes. I want you to act like Adele, the singer Adele from London, <laughs> and try and get on his show, okay? Okay, Bobby Bones is in the syndicated country show. Yes. And you want me to pose as Adele, who is more on the top 40. <laughs> yep. Everybody loves Adele. He can't say no. I feel like this is a gold mine here. He cannot say no to you. Okay. Well, I'm from the north of England. Adele's from the south. So I'm going to have to get into... Oh, let's just see what happens. Okay. Let's do it. All right, babes. Just getting into my Adele. I'm Adele. Good afternoon, iHeartMedia. Oh, hello there. Um, is it possible to speak to Bobby Bones, please? No, he's long gone. Oh, that's a shame. Is there any of his team that I could speak to? Oh, no, they come in at 4 o'clock in the morning. They're not here this time today. They're gone out of here at 9.30, 10 o'clock. Oh, I don't suppose I could get his cell number, could I? I don't have his phone number. You don't? No. Okay. What what time does he get in usually? Well, now he's he'll be gone for a few days because he has to. He's doing radio from New York. Oh, next week. Oh, that's really cool. Well, um, my name's Adele. I'm I'm um the I'm the singer Adele, and um I'm only in town in Nashville for a few days, and I I just I really wanted to be on the show. You know, I know he's a country um right. DJ, but. I, I, th- I thought it'd be cool, so that there's no way I could um, I, I'd be on the show somehow. No, because he's in New York. Is there any anyone else that I could be on their show instead? I'm a really good singer. Look, I'll prove it to you. Well, no, because he's um, cause from New York. I think it's he's going me. to California because he's doing the American Idol thing and all of that stuff. I'm sorry. Sorry, I was just singing there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank thank you anyway. Could you tell him that the singer Adele 
called okay. when he gets back. Okay. Thanks so much. Alrighty. Cheers, babes. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Do you think she bought it? I. That's I, our receptionist, <laughs> Toy, by the way. Poor Toy. I don't. Oh, wait. Hang on. Why can I not hear you? Is that better? Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I don't think she bought it at all. I think she did at the beginning, but at the end, she was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, she was way too excited to say goodbye to you. <laughs> Why would she give Adele Bobby's phone number? Do you know what I mean? I know. I think it, I also thought it was really weird that she kept giving away, like, information where he was going to be. So if you were, like, a stalker, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, he's in New York and then California. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Why would you tell somebody that? <sighs> I feel like I failed on this week's Gift of the Gab because the whole point is that I am able to convince people in Nashville that I am somebody worth getting something from for yeah, free. Yeah, <laughs> I think your British accent didn't work this time, Gabby. You're going to have to practice. It. Scrub up on it, I sis. I thought I did a really good Adele. You did do a pretty good Adele, especially the singing part. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you played a clip of Adele singing. Let's hear you actually try and sing like Adele. Oh, God. All right. Hang on. No, don't. <laughs> wow, killed it. I think I sound exactly like her. <laughs> I hate you. As Gabby pulls out her phone and plays a clip. <laughs> uh, that's all we've got time for this week on Straight Out of Nashville. Thank you so much for listening to episode two. It's been a blast. Yeah, it was so fun. Zach, let's talk quickly about what we've got in store for episode three. We have to talk about your visit to the psychic because I'm dying yeah, to know. Yeah, I'm going next week to see uh, a psychic based in East Nashville. So I'm super looking forward to that. I... I'm also looking forward to hearing you chat with a certain someone called Charlie. Backstage banner with Charlie Puth is on next week's episode of Straight Out of Nashville. Yes, and so much more, my friends. So much more. See you all then. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Traumatic pause from Zach. Gabby and I both looked at each other like, is that the end? What do we do now? <laughs> we do another shot, of course.